Welcome back to The Daily Poem. I'm David Kern, and today is Friday, July 24th, 2020. The poem that I'm going to read to you today is by Emily Dickinson. She lived from 1830 to 1886 and is, of course, one of the most important poets in American history and really in the entire history of poetry. The poem that I'm going to read is called Of Bronze and Blaze. It's number 319. It goes like this. Of bronze and blaze, the north tonight, so adequate it forms, so preconcerted with itself, so distant to alarms, an unconcern so sovereign to universe or me, infects my simple spirit with taints of majesty till I take vaster attitudes and strut upon my stem, disdaining men and oxygen for arrogance of them. My splendors are menagerie, but their competeless show will entertain the centuries when I am long ago an island in dishonored grass whom none but daisies know. Carol Rumens wrote about this poem in The Guardian uh, back in May, actually. And she talked about how this is a response to seeing the northern lights. And she says that it's possible that Emily Dickinson might have been able to see the uh, aurora borealis from her home in Amherst, Massachusetts. She writes this about the poem, quote, The poem's focus is immediate and simple. No fulsome adjectives, no list of colors diffuses it. Dickinson selects a single color-associated noun, bronze, and pairs it with blaze, a noun that connotes the effect of fire or intense fiery light. Single-syllabled and alliterative, the twinned words also gain resonance from the surrounding Dickinsonian typography, the capital opening letter and the dash. End quote. Um, I, this is definitely a poem that I would recommend you look at online, you know, Google it. You can even Google uh, Carol Ruman's uh, piece, and she she does post the poem at the top of that. And again, that's in The Guardian back on May 11th. Um, and I, I want to read another couple paragraphs from Ruman's piece because she gets into this in a really interesting way. So today I'm just sharing somebody else's comments, and I, and I do hope you'll go check out the, the, full, the full article. She continues, quote, An alloy, predominantly featuring copper, bronze is a highly versatile substance and has an interesting etymology. It's derived from the Italian, bronzo, meaning bell, metal, brass. The ecclesiastical symbol might be relevant to the poem, but there's another set of connotations perhaps more significant. Bronze was the material used for cannons to ensure the iron cannonballs wouldn't adhere to the gun's inner lining. In Greek historiography, there were three ages, gold, silver, and bronze, the latter being the age of heroes. For the speaker in the poem, the north in its shining bronze is distant and impassive, perhaps like armor or an armory. The unheard alarms, pointing up its lack of response, would fit the military metaphor. Even that strong phrase, so preconcerted with itself, has a suggestion of armies purposefully massed, positioned, and concentrating on the forthcoming action. End quote. Ruins then goes on to talk about how much of Dickinson's work was written adjacent to the Civil War, some of it coinciding directly with the war. And she talks about how the, the bell not rung that's alluded to in this poem, quote, symbolizes the anonymous, sudden, and sometimes unrecorded deaths of the battlefield. And she continues, there's a moral warning, clearly sounded in the current poem, 
which may or may not encode an anti-war position. The warning immediately relates to the effects of witnessing stupendous sights. An unexpected metaphor of disease reinforces the perceived need for resistance. The speaker, and the universe itself, risk being infected with the taints of majesty. The magnificent disinterest of the aurora borealis shouldn't delude its witnesses into a sense of elevation. Dickinson is a forceful anti-romantic and anti-transcendentalist literary critic here, as well as a moralist. The clinching correction of possible vaster attitudes comes in the image of a cultivated plant that absurdly struts upon its stem, when in reality it's not only tethered to the earth, but dependent on men and oxygen. Uh, there's a lot more in the Rumen's piece that I, I hope you'll check out, but I wanted to share a little taste of that um, because this is a very interesting poem. Um, I'll read it one more time for you and uh, let you contemplate it for the weekend. Of bronze and blaze, the north. Tonight, so adequate. It forms so preconcerted with itself so distant to alarms, an unconcern so sovereign to universe or me, infects my simple spirit with taints of majesty, till I take vaster attitudes and strut upon my stem, disdaining men and oxygen for arrogance of them. My splendors are menagerie, but their competeless show entertain the centuries when I am long ago an island in dishonored grass whom none but daisies know. This has been The Daily Poem. Thanks so much for listening. I'll be back on Monday with another poem for you.